When one door shuts, another door closes. In the midst of craziness or chaos lies opportunity. I'm sure you've heard all of these before, right? But how true are they? What do you think? There comes a time, there comes a moment when something happens and a person's life trajectory is inextricably changed forever. It's altered, it's improved, it's adjusted. It may be just a couple degrees off of where it was before, the direction that it's going, but that is one of the things that happens in the world of being a stepdad. Hey everybody, my name is Brian Rice and I'm the host. Welcome to the Second Dad Boss Show. This is the place for the integrated professional. You know, being a stepdad's tough, it's challenging, it's exciting, it's incredibly rewarding on so many levels. And being able to talk about it in a place with other stepdads is that much more powerful. You know, according to the Step Family Foundation, 1,300 step families a day come into existence into this country. So 1,300 stepdads a day are coming online. And where do you go? Where do you have the conversations? Where do you get the questions answered? Where do you try to show up and be the best version of you and learn how to do things a little bit differently and adjust and share it with you and those you love. So stay tuned. Glad you're here. Glad you subscribed and look forward to having you listen on. Thanks again. So I think it was Albert Einstein that said something to the effect, in the midst of difficulty lies opportunity. And depending where you get your frame of reference from, right, you could tie this back to lines of faith that talk about reframing different circumstances and looking at it through different lenses. You can look at it through different levels of consciousness or thinking about meditation. You can even look at it through, I mean, you could even tie it to sports, right? And things you're working on. If you're, if you're in a organized sport, team sport, right? Something that happens for the, for the opposition ends up being an opportunity for you to do something different, for you to implement something you've been wanting to, for you to trigger, think about chess, right? moves and counter moves and what those all are. And so as we think about that in the, the crux of today's happenings and sort of the, I don't know if I would say chaos that's erupted in society, but the definitely the uncertainty that is a little less certain than was recently. And it's affecting people in different ways, right? We can see it, everything from how, everything from how uh, people are, their shopping habits are changing. People are hoarding groceries and other supplies, right? When the reality is, had they not done that, things may not have been extreme, right? Everyone still has access and can move around. There's just a few things that need to be adjusted in people's daily lives and their schedules and what all that looks like. And so how do we actually, how do we tackle that, right? And not even talking specifically about all the COVID-19 news lines and headlines and things that are just dominating our conversations and dominating how we talk about what we're doing and how we interact with each other and, 
things we say and how we do it, right? I mean, it's, it's changing the way, actually, I might argue, it's not changing the way, it's just shining a bright light on how things are evolving and what we're doing. And so, where do I wanna go with that? Part of it is, how do you see what is an opportunity and, and how do you get past that whole element of fear, uncertainty, significance, things that can actually drive you in a different direction of, of what you're trying to focus on and what you're trying to accomplish. And I think part of it is quite often we get wrapped up in our own situation and we look at the world. Obviously, we're all looking at the world through our own eyes, right? Or looking at the world in a certain way, right? If if the physical situation is a little bit different in your case and you're listening to this only and and uh, so part of it is, uh, I'd say a, a, a phrase that comes to mind is meeting people on their map, right? Or another way to say it is entering the conversation that's happening in their head already. Because quite often, quite often, think about it. Like when you've had a conversation with somebody about any situation, right? It could be in, in something where it's not... A, a simple like yes no or one plus one is two kind of conversation but a conversation where people definitely have different perspectives they have different ideas about the world around them and their place in it and so they have a map of how they see the world you have a map of how you see the world and quite often the challenge that arises is that we expect people myself included, right, have expected people to look at the world through our map, through our vision of the world, through our understanding, right? And I mean, you could connect this in so many different ways. Like you could connect it, think about uh, your family or home life, right? If you have kids or stepkids and what's the, what's the expectation people have about how kids behave in public and what kind of grades they get in school and are they engaged in sports or not engaged in sports? Are they work other kinds of activities? Are they focused on arts and crafts or are they focused on more hands-on building, construction, fort making, right? Some of the other things that are all connected, but because of our map, our personal maps and how we view the world, Sometimes there's an incongruence between one set of adults and another. Not sometimes, it's probably most of the time, right? Quite often. And so, so how do you get past that? What do you, what do you actually do? Because if you don't meet somebody in that conversation that's going on in their head already, so-and-so needs to act a certain way, my kids need to be this way, only to be successful can they study this? Um, you know, if you think about it, it in terms of your work context, expecting performance out of people. Sometimes you think somebody should be fired immediately, right? For obviously in their minds, they don't think they should be fired. Two very different maps. And it, it really is just so different compared when you compare them to each other, right? So how do you get there? So part of it is having a little bit of empathy. And I know that seems like sort of a, a woo-woo concept and you have to, what do you mean I gotta have empathy? It means I have to let them be right 
let them be correct, let their map be the driving guide? Well, maybe, but it's not, it's not as crazy and difficult as, as you think. Are you more caught up in the how things are done or are you more caught up in the what you're trying to achieve? What's the outcome that you really wanna have? Do you want kids that are engaged and vibrant and socially active and able to integrate everything they're doing and work across different uh, groups of kids and different school groups and different classes? Or is your focus really that you want them to be quiet at the restaurant or not talk when you're going through the grocery store? Not talk, but I mean like not make a scene, right? Which one's more important? And I think I think if you find if you find you can turn your focus, turn your gaze a little towards a little towards What's that final outcome? I think what you'll ultimately see is that you may be a little more geared towards meeting that other person where they're at. And I know I'm pausing a lot as I'm saying this because sometimes, you know, words matter and trying to get in the conversation in your head and saying, Brian, what the heck are you talking about? Like, what are you, where are you going with this? And, you know, really, it comes down to the fact that if you're able to meet somebody on their terms, and it doesn't mean you're giving up your terms. It doesn't mean you're losing your identity. It doesn't mean that you are stepping away from your values. It doesn't mean that you throw your beliefs in the garbage. It just means that where all of those advertisements go, right, all those, all those data points, those all fit into a place that may be at a different part of the conversation. So you're still keeping what you're at. It's just reorganizing what's there. It's like um, if you've heard any, any coaches talk about different things, right? They can take a sentence and take the same four words and mix those words up. And it has a totally different meaning, right? You could say, Brian bit the sandwich. The sandwich bit Brian. Granted, the sandwich. Although it depends on what kind of sandwich and where you are in the world. That could totally be true. But they mean, they mean very different things, right? And they have a very sort of different flow to it. So think about that in terms of how you reframe, how you organize and adjust your conversation. And you may find that you're... Not only the success in the, the negotiation or the talk and what you're trying to achieve, you may find that goes up, but you also find that your feeling of success, your feeling of productivity, your feeling of progress, you lose those feelings of frustration because you're just not. You know what you're expecting and you can go from there. So give it a try and see what you think. Reframe the day.